This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team will be wearing their COVID masks to ensure we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our Deep Dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. Coming to you with another episode. Very important episode. But before I start, I would like to talk about what's been going on in this world. Um, I want everybody to understand that I haven't made a dollar. I haven't been sponsored. I'm not doing this to scare people one way or the other. This is information that you can go through and figure out. Some people say that, oh, it's disinformation. Some people say it's BS. I'm just putting out what's already out there and from as many venues as possible and doing all the digging and searching through the information and doing the math, all this information is kind of piecing together. So if you don't believe in it, that's great. You have that choice. Move on. If you're a part of the system, then you're going to yap about it. They're going to try to make the provider seem like it's giving out the informa wrong information. So, yeah, I, I just don't understand that people can't uh, li listen to this and say, hey, I'm listening to the mainstream media. I'm miss it, listening to all the news. I'm listening to all these other scientists and going, yep, 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 yep. Everything out there sounds great, and I believe in it wholeheartedly because I love the world I'm living in. But let me just hear the other side. Wouldn't you want to just hear the other side or... Or hear other potentials or possibilities because what we're finding out is a lot of these, quote, theories are becoming facts. Popping out here, coming up there, and next thing you know, hmm, five years down the road, you'll be like, geez, maybe I should have listened to some of that. And, you know, maybe some of it is off. You know, I'm just taking this information that's coming out here and I'm getting it out to the people and trying to understand why and do what's best for the human species. It's everybody's choice. Again, I say it at the beginning of the episode. This is fiction until proven reality, which will, you know, in the history books down the down in the future, they're going to, one way or the other, it's, it's going to be their proven fact or it's going to be, hey, it was, a, it was an entertainment fiction podcast. I just want you all to know that even if you're against me, even if you don't believe what I'm saying, even if you don't think that I've got it right on, the information at hand, and I'm kind of missing the, the, the target, I'm still doing it for you. I'm still doing it for the human species. Anybody who's listening to these podcasts, that's not part of the system. I'm doing it for you. And my belief is that they don't want you around eventually. And even though you might believe that, oh, that's impossible. Governments will never do that and that'll never happen. That's okay. And you know what? If I'm wrong, God help me. I, I, I really believe I'm right, but I hope I'm wrong. I'm hoping that uh, maybe the system will crack and it will break down and the human species won't be under a tyrannical technological terror in the future 
I just know that I could go on and talk about Bigfoot. I could go on and talk about all these things, which there's other things. I kind of did that up front just so you could understand that, you know, hey, let's make this look like it's an entertainment fun thing to do and at the same time be putting out there some potentials. Again, mathematics. Figure out for yourselves, people, whether, you know, in the end game, some of you people will be like, holy shit. He was right, or uh, they got pushed back, and it and it never happens. But until everybody stands together as a species, as the you know, as I said in the last episode, the good guys with the white hats are here. They're coming. They're definitely coming. You need to believe in that and believe in hope. That being said, here's a little comedy, and you guys might recognize who he is. But I'm not going to say any names on this. But just understand that the names will come out in this little episode it's up to you guys to do your own research find out what's going on but a lot of these things are coming right out of the horse's mouth when you hear it straight out of their mouths and they're unashamed unafraid and undaunted because they have the power of the system behind them it's kind of like you know let's just put a little comparison to star wars you had the emperor the senate once he got into power he started doing things his way and they started doing things, whatever. And behind the scenes, it became crazy. What's what's really crazy is the fact that the system, the elites, have to live by a rule. And they put all this stuff out there, which it's embedded truths throughout whatever they got to do and get out there for entertainment slash news slash whatever. Some of these guys that you're going to hear on this episode are um, saying it right to your face at a convention. And it was recorded. It's online. You can go dig it up. It's off. You can find it. But. This guy's pretty funny, and I'm just going to let him do his thing. And then I'll stop and break up and talk about certain parts of what you're listening to. Before we start, God bless y'all. May Jesus bless y'all and bless this podcast because uh, this is going forward for his children, for all of you, and your children's children. Whatever religion you know you believe in, it doesn't matter to, to me and to God, you're all his children. So all homo sapiens, all human, besides the aliens that have crossed over. So here's the uh, little blip that I got for you, a little something on the radar. And it's it's interesting, and we'll talk about it. The significance of this first uh, industrial revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. It changes you if you take a genetic editing, right. uh, just as an example. It's you who are changed, yeah. and of yeah. course, this has a big impact on yeah. your identity. Editing your genes? Cool. I'll explain that later. But first, why do so many people consider this guy, Klaus Schwab, to be the most dangerous man in the world? Well, there's some reasons. A lot of them. You might remember Klaus Schwab as the puddle of liquefied feces who said, by 2030, You'll own nothing and be happy about it. Translated, that probably means by 2030, he'll own everything and he'll be happy about it. But how does he expect you to own nothing and be happy about it? Oh, he's got a plan. Now, I'll tell you about it in a minute. But before I do, a little bit about Klaus Schwab. He's the author of COVID-19, The Great Reset. What a grand opportunity indeed. Oh, and his book was published on July 9th, 2020. <laughs> Wonder how he got it written and published that fast. It's almost like maybe he pre-wrote it before he started the pandemic. I mean, before the pandemic started. Old Klaus is also the founder and chairman of the World Economic Forum. 
an organization that faces the public with very noble-sounding goals of creating a better world. Fear-mongering about climate change and disease are big goals of theirs. Welcome to Davos. Just park your private jet over there and then go inside and pretend to be concerned about climate change. Klaus and the World Economic Forum want a worldwide digital ID system that determines your access to goods and services. It would monitor your online behavior, purchases, and biometrics. It kind of seems like he just wants to do away with the whole democratic process and give all the power to the state and whoever runs the state, the deep state. But that's based on both his words and actions, so it's probably an inaccurate observation. Was Dr. Evil's character based on this reptile? Mr. Schwab writes the following. One of the greatest lessons of the past five centuries in Europe and America is this. Acute crisis contribute to boosting the power of the state. It's always been the case, and there is no reason why it should be different with a pandemic. Nobody ever elected Klaus Schwab to anything. This all just sounds like conspiracy, doesn't it? The World Economic Forum are good guys. Haven't you seen the headlines they pay for? Go green, right? Right? That's probably right. They truly are good guys. Accordingly, you'll be excited to hear that the lineup of World Economic Forum speakers at their annual gathering of elites in Davos included such benevolent humanitarians like Xi Jinping, the leader of the Chinese Communist Party, who's currently committing genocide, Anthony Fauci, who's arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity, and Bill Gates, who's arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity, and Australian Prime Minister Scott Morrison, who's arguably currently involved in crimes against humanity. What a great lineup! But my favorite economic forum speaker of all time is this reptile, Klaus Schwab's top advisor, Dr. Yuval Noah Harari. Let's see what he has to say. Data might enable human elites to do something even more radical than just build digital dictatorships. By hacking organisms, elites may gain the power to re-engineer the future of life itself. Because once you can hack something, you can usually also engineer it. Elites hacking organisms and re-engineering life itself? Well, he's not talking about doing that to people, is he? Now, in the past, many tyrants and governments wanted to do it, but nobody understood biology well enough, and nobody had enough computing power and data to hack millions of people. Neither the Gestapo nor the KGB could do it. But soon, at least some corporations and governments will be able to systematically hack all the people. Well, I guess he was talking about doing that to people. All people, to be specific. And if indeed we succeed in hacking and engineering life, this will be not just the greatest revolution in the history of humanity. This will be the greatest revolution in biology since the very beginning of life four billion years ago. For four billion years, nothing fundamental changed. Not playing God, are you? Because that usually works out super well. Science is replacing evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds. Oh, you are playing god. Say more. Evolution by natural selection with evolution by intelligent design. Not the intelligent design of some god above the clouds. But our intelligent design 
and the intelligent design of our clouds, the IBM cloud, the Microsoft cloud, these are the new driving forces of evolution. Gosh, you wouldn't by chance have a plan in place on how to control people with your cloud technology, would you? And that plan isn't by chance already being implemented, is it? Today, we have the technology to hack human beings on a massive scale. Oh, so you could implement it. In this time of crisis, you have to follow science. It's often said that you should never allow a good crisis to go to waste. Sounds familiar. And I guess you are implementing it already. Didn't anyone bother telling this guy not to say any of this out loud on camera? It's, it's just, it's a lot of evidence. Surveillance, people could look back in a hundred years and identify the coronavirus epidemic as the moment when a new regime of surveillance took over, especially surveillance under the skin. My brain, my body, my life, does it belong to me or to some corporation or to the government or perhaps to the human collective? This guy's revealing the whole plan. He's going to ruin it. The World Economic Forum, out for the good of humanity. You'll own nothing, not even your own DNA, if we have our way. Now for some additional fun facts about Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum. They've got a Young Leaders Program, which is a five-year indoctrination program into their principles. The goal of the program is to create world leaders who don't answer to their people because they don't care about them. They answer to their bosses at the World Economic Forum. Graduates of the program include admirable world leaders that are suspicious preciously in lockstep with the Great Reset, such as Justin Trudeau, Francis Macron, and Mark Zuckerberg. Sponsoring partners of the World Economic Forum's Young Global Leaders Program have been the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation and Google. I wonder why Google censors and shapes information to be in exact support of the World Economic Forum's narrative. Hmm. Oh, another fun fact. The World Economic Forum is predicting a worldwide cyber attack. I'm pretty much a wizard at predicting the things I'm going to do, too. The very concerned Schwab believes the cyber attack could bring a complete halt to our power grid, transportation, hospital services, and to our society as a whole. The World Economic Forum then simulated the cyber attack. Simulated or planned? I'm not sure, but they said it was a simulation, so it's probably best to just believe them. Oh, also the World Economic Forum, along with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, hosted Event 201, which oddly enough played out exactly as they planned, or simulated, or whatever. Let's move on. And here's a picture of Klaus Schwab sitting in front of his statue of Vladimir Lenin. I wonder why he's got a statue of one of the most murderous world leaders in history. Lenin killed an estimated 5 million people. And finally, remember Schwab's whole thing about you'll own nothing and be happy about it? What's the World Economic Forum's plan to make that happen? Well, it's probably nothing, but consider this. BlackRock is an investment firm with $9 trillion under management, which is a higher GDP than every country on Earth, aside from the US and China. Therefore, it turns out BlackRock has more political and financial influence than the Federal Reserve and most governments. Sounds cool, but what's the connection with a World Economic Forum? <laughs> well, again, and it's probably nothing, but BlackRock CEO Larry Fink is also just a board member of the World Economic Forum. Well, that's super convenient. 
and probably just a coincidence, is the World Economic Forum and BlackRock colluding in corporatism, where an unelected corporate elite dictates top-down to the population? Well, they couldn't be doing that because they'd have to infiltrate the government, which they haven't done. Except for, in one of Joe Biden's first appointees once he took office, he named Brian Deese to be the director of National Economic Council. Brian Deese came from BlackRock, where he was a global head of sustainable investing, and now he's Biden's main advisor for economic policy. But Biden's making the policy decisions, not the unelected corporate elites at BlackRock and the World Economic Forum. Of course Biden's making all the decisions. Let's not be silly. Oh look, there's a picture of Biden in the audience at the World Economic Forum. Oh, and also Kamala Harris's chief economic advisor is Michael Pyle. He came from BlackRock, where he was a global chief economic strategist, overseeing the strategy for investing $9 trillion. Well, it looks like corporatism, but it's probably not. But if it was, it would actually be a viable strategy for BlackRock and the World Economic Forum to own everything and for you to own nothing. Oh, fun fact, BlackRock is buying up single family homes at an alarming rate, oftentimes paying 20 to 50% above asking price. So normal people like you and I can't own the homes. Now, there is an interesting pattern to all this. You know how you hear about ancient tyrannical rulers who would rule over their dumb people by saying things like, yeah, if you don't do all of this slave labor and let me sleep with your wives, then God's gonna make you all perish in a deadly storm. Well, God told me, and because I'm elite, I have access to this knowledge and you don't. So you better do as I say, or you're gonna die. Well, us peasants can't perceive what the king can, so we better do as he says. Go ahead and bang my wife. And thank you for doing it for my protection, King. Good old fear-mongering. A predictable pattern as old as time itself. But with Klaus in the World Economic Forum, it's climate change is gonna kill you, disease is gonna kill you, and a cyber attack's gonna get ya. So you better do as we say, or you're gonna die. I don't know, the weather looks pretty good to me. Why don't you ever smile, Klaus? You look like a sociopath. No, you don't understand. We elites have access to knowledge that you don't. So you better listen to us or you're gonna die. Same old fun pattern of fear-mongering. They know of the scary problems and only they have the solutions. So listen up or you're gonna die. <laughs> gotcha, Klaus. Nothing new here. We see you. In conclusion to the question, is Klaus Schwab the most dangerous man in the world? Here's his top guy again. Humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's over. Free will, that's over. It will indeed be over if you outsource your thinking to outside influences and take the easy way out by choosing obedience over bravery. Doing so makes you very susceptible to being manipulated by fear. And if this happens, you will fail at remaining a free, sovereign individual. But here's how Schwab and his friends, who sociopathically never smile, fail at their great reset and you succeed at remaining a free, sovereign individual. Be guided by your own critical thinking and what your heart and soul knows is right and choose bravery over obedience. Obedience or bravery? Outsource your perspectives or do your own critical thinking? We are in the process of either the great reset 
or The Great Awakening. And the choice isn't Klaus Schwab's. The choice is yours. That was fantastic. That comes from Awaken with JP. He's a comedian and freedom fighter. He uh, stands for free speech and tries to have fun doing it. Let's give him some support. Awakenwithpg.com. Looking for for support there. Great guy, funny, funny guy. But let's talk about what he just talked about, how it pertains to the Deep Dive for Truth theme. Basically, he's saying that they want to put us all under control using the technology that they have through DNA changing and whatnot and this COVID-19 experience. Well, maybe some people, but the only way you can start deciding agenda 30 is if you figure it out, who do you want to stay longer and who do you want to get rid of. That's, That's some good stuff right there they come right out and say what they're doing um they've been planning this for a long time and that's the whole point of me reiterating the agenda 21 the agenda 30 the whole background story the whole lineup of what's happening what jp just said was use your critical thinking okay and pay attention and really listen to and look at these people that are coming out with these information you've got these scientists that are trying to help us and they're coming out with information, and then people are like, oh, you're spreading disinformation about the COVID, or about the vaccine, and blah, 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 blah. Well, no, these are honest people putting their, their careers and their whatnot on the line, and they're you know, experts also against the experts that are following the lockstep. And as a matter of fact, same with the opioid crisis for years there, they when it first started, especially in America, the doctors are saying that they were being told to give out the painkillers because it was a pharmaceutical money maker and that it wasn't addictive. That was a, a major mistake on our doctors' parts, but money and big whatever, and they just locked up, fall in place, and go, yep, 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 okay, let's just do it. Same with everybody that's lined up for vaccines. Yep, 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 let's just do it. And I understand that, hey, people were scared. It was horrible. People died. Truth, fact, COVID-19, millions of deaths. But what's strange is flu that year that it you know was kicking out zero <laughs> flu deaths it's a flu it's it's a it's a definitely a deadly flu maybe more worse than the normal flu but my point is is that things were manipulated we got to wrap our intellect and our critical thinking around what's happening and why why is it that companies are paying hundreds or thousands of dollars or whatever and time off sick time or whatever to get you to take the vaccine how come people are going to lose their jobs because they don't take the vaccine. I mean, you're taking away a livelihood. You're taking away the ability to buy food and put a house over the heads of families based on the forceful nature of this whole vaccines mandates and whatnot. And here's the thing. All the vaccinated people, you know, you're not truly vaccinated if you don't keep up with the boosters. And each time, you you know, we've talked about this in the past, the boosters, what the whole project is, is to keep putting more of the RNAs and, and whatnot into you and weakens your immune system. So at the, each time, so that way you can fight it off. So that way, if the real, real virus comes around, you know, it'll whack, it won't whack you. But the thing of it is, is what's really going on? And I've, I've explained this through the whole nanotechnology and the technology of what they're trying to do. And now you hear it, heard it straight from the horse's mouth. I don't want to discourage people from wanting to help our government, help the people, and, and to help people throughout the world. I want that. I want people to, to want to help people. But we can't do it under a new world order. And that's what Joe Biden just stated. He made the statement. If, I don't know if you, everybody's heard it. Let's take a quick listen so you can actually hear the words out of his own mouth. No, we are in inflection point, I believe, in the world economy. Not just the world economy, in the world. It occurs every three or four generations. 
As one of as the uh, one of the top military people said to me in a secure meeting the other day, 60, 60 million people died between 1900 and 1946, and uh, since then we established a liberal world order, and that hadn't happened in a long while. A lot of people dying, but nowhere near the chaos. And now is a time when things are shifting. We're gonna there's gonna be a new world order out there, and we've got to lead it. We've got to unite the rest of the free world in doing it. All right. So there's the right out of the horse's mouth. All right. So let's talk about that for a second. Joe Biden, if you remember, was not going to run for president. Fact. Did not want to. Fact. Hunter Biden was working for a company out of Ukraine, doing dealings with China and Ukraine, while Joe Biden was a vice president under Obama. Fact. It's already been proven. So now think about this for a second. Let's just do some analytical thinking. Let's do some math. Joe Biden says, no, I don't want to be president. He ain't going to. I'm sure somebody from somewhere, the upper echelons, probably said, you know, Joe, you're pretty deep into this. And there's trails. And your son's involved. And you're involved. And if you're president, you're protected. And your son's protected. And that you can even pardon your son if it comes down to it. Because they didn't know what was going to really happen. They had no idea. So <laughs> all of a sudden, Joe Biden turns around and says, hey, you know what? I'm running for president. And I'm sure he had the conversation. He's like, hey, I don't think I can win. He probably told him. And they probably said to him, you just have to not get COVID, stay alive, and we'll make sure of that. Now, again, everybody says, oh, that's fake stuff, but counting the votes. Well, in the history of all elections, everybody had to get up off their butts to get in there and vote. Well, this time you didn't. So even if there wasn't any extra votes added, the fact of the matter that Joe down the street that does, well, wants to sit there and just drink beer all day, which God bless him, it's a free country. Yeah, he looks at that and he goes, you know what? Hey, this Biden guy sounds good. He's going to you know, take care of COVID. He's going to you know, take care of all this stuff. I'm going to mail this sucker in. That's fine. But my point is, is that there were people going around with ballots, getting people to sign, offering them money, gift cards, whatnot, uh, to those people that would have never gotten off their butts and probably didn't care as long as they got their $50 gift card or $25 gift card, whatever. Because, I mean, a lot of people don't even care to vote. So now you've got the ability to potentially coerce voters in a way and actually buy votes. It's the oldest thing in, you know, since the beginning. But going back to Joe Biden, he's in the position to do that. Now he's president. He's promoting. He just heard it out of his horse's mouth. He's promoting the new world order. And you all know what that means. You just heard it from those scientists and Klaus Schwab and the Great Reset. So yeah, that's, um, that's craziness. Let's go on to... Truth, exposure, and accountability, uncensored, unafraid, and unstoppable, the 18th day of March. It is Friday, 2022. Welcome to the Stu Peters Show. My name is Stu. Well, Karen Kingston says that there is a plot for the mass murder of the American people and that she has the receipts to prove it. Karen says that it's all buried in a normal-looking law called the 21st Century Cures Act. That's a bill pushed by Democrat Diana DeGetty and Republican Fred Upton. Now, despite the name of the bill, Karen says the bill's purpose was to gut the legal and ethical standards that govern the FDA and keep it from approving dangerous or defective drugs and medical devices. The bill also made it easier to collect research data from human subjects. So fans of the bill included big pharma, medical device manufacturers, and the National Institutes of Health, you know, the place where Tony Fauci works. The actual FDA itself at the time 
opposed the bill. They begged Congress not to pass it because they said that it would sabotage their safety efforts. But you won't be surprised to learn that well-paid big pharma lobbyists carry a whole lot more weight in Washington than FDA safety inspectors, or your health, or your life, for that matter. The Cures Act gave the NIH the right to spend billions of millions of dollars on high-risk, high-reward research without the oversight that would usually be used in research. Traditionally, high-risk, high-reward research was done by DARPA in the United States military. It's for advanced military projects of crucial national security importance. Now, Congress is using it now to power up big pharma. The Cures Act also allows for institutional review boards at the FDA to waive the right of informed consent, which is supposed to make sure that experimental subjects know what's being done to them, hello, and what the risks are. Now that rule can just be ignored if the board claims that providing informed consent would make it difficult to conduct the study. Oh. All they have to do is say, well, the risk is minimal. So what guarantees that it actually is? Well, why, of course, the judgment of the same people who've spent two years telling you that permanently masking kids is no big deal and that it's a great idea to inject five-year-olds with a barely tested shot with unclear side effects that's killing an unprecedented amount of people and operating on novel medical technology. By the way, we might be on the brink of Cures Act 2.0. That bill got proposed last November. It would spend several billion more dollars on new, even less regulated research activities, and it would force the FDA to meet with big pharma representatives to be pressured on ways that they can have more innovative approaches. So Karen says that this is all bad news and could lead to outcomes far worse than we've already seen from COVID and its vaccines. And she says that she has the receipts to prove it. So we thought that was really interesting and we wanted her to be here to join us. And she does now at the top of the show. Karen, thank you for being here. We appreciate it. Thank you for having me, Stu. Um, yeah, what, what you just went over was basically an excellent summary of the 2016 Obama 21st Century Cures Act, which was signed into law on December 13, 2016. And it's alarming what was in that bill. Um, as you had mentioned, there, there was $4.8 billion given to the NIH under the Bo Biden, it's the, the Bo Biden Moonshot Act. And that's for uh, cancer prevention. Now, here's what's interesting is mRNA technology was invented originally to treat cancers and very deadly forms of cancer. So that money went towards cancer. But what's interesting is the title code for it is because of the opioid crisis. So this bill was passed by our Congress, signed into law, enabling nearly $5 billion to go to the NIH to use mRNA cancer technology under the declaration that opioids were a threat to public health safety. It's absolute insanity. And that's what they use to usher in these bioweapons that are being injected in the American people. Uh, furthermore, if people think there was no collaboration you know, or, co or conspiracy that this was going to move forward, I think it's important for people to take a look at why there was a declaration that opioids were a threat to public health safety in 2017. It's because it gave the Secretary of Health and Human Services the ability to make grants to state and local agencies and provide awards and expenses without any oversight. That's one of the reasons. 
And so when they make that declaration, it allows them to give money to schools, to local government. It also provides uh, supplies, equipment, and services, and access funds to public health emergencies that's normally not used. So um, this opened up funding to usher in COVID-19 and the mRNA technology. And furthermore, um, it's interesting that they called it the Moonshot Act because the book that Albert Burla, the CEO of Pfizer, just published regarding how Pfizer handled the COVID-19 crisis is called Moonshot. The act goes on to allocate $1.5 billion towards precision medicine. What is that? Well, that's what you and I talked about a couple months ago. It's the NIH database sequencing human genetic sequences and using those genome sequences and biomarkers to better understand everything about our physiology and our psychology and our emotions. And there's a, a program that you can find on the NIH website. They put out a full PowerPoint presentation on it, and it's in alignment with what's in the bill from March of 2017. Um, and they specifically call out that uh, the Precision Medicine uh, is a national biobank and specimen sharing platform. That's $1.3 billion big data repository, security and sharing infrastructure, and data cleaning and curation infrastructure, 350 million. And just yesterday, the NIH did their first publication on it. It's called All of Us. But what's interesting too, is if you take a look at the act in sections 2036, precision medicine is also called out under high risk, high reward research. And as you mentioned, that's normally done by our military. Um, and they talk about the Precision Medicine Initiative, uh, Title Code uh, 42289G. It says they can coordinate with the Secretary of Energy, private industry, and others as the Secretary determines appropriate to identify and address the advanced supercomputing and other advanced technology needs for this initiative. So we are talking about supercomputing um, technologies needed to track, trace, and manipulate the American population. And if you don't believe me, then go to the Brain Initiative under the Cures Act, which is another $1.5 billion. And this and is the this is going to trick, like using your social media, your Facebook will be able to read like your mood and where you are and what you ate this morning. It's more, yes, that's correct. So the original precision medicine does talk about using your, your smartphone and tracking your behaviors, your activities, et cetera. But if you wanna take it another um, sociopathic step higher, go to the Brain Initiative in the Cures Act. And the Brain Initiative was initiated by Barack Obama in 2013. And the objective of the Brain Initiative is to help um, connect, understand the uh, human brain and to connect it uh, to digital devices and the internet. Specifically, if you take a look at DARPA and the Brain Initiative, electrical prescription, it says right here, the electric RX program aims to help the human body heal itself through neuromodulation of organ functions using ultra miniaturized devices, nanotechnology, approximately the size of an individual nerve, which could be delivered through minimally evasive injections. What is that called? That's called a COVID-19 vaccine. You go on to the neural engineering system design, that program aims to develop an implantable neural interface able to, to provide unprecedented signal resolution 
and data transfer bandwidth between the brain and the digital world. This is Obama's, no pun intended, brainchild. It is the brain initiative. Congress allocated $1.4 billion towards it on December 3rd in, in, in 2016. If you go a step further in regards to the brain initiative and the neural engineering system design, there's articles there and it says, for example, atom with graphene sensors could provide unprecedented insights into brain structure and function. But it goes further than that. It's not just understanding how our brain functions, it's the ability to send signals back and forth. This is on our government's websites, Stu. It says here, understanding the anatomical structure and function of the brain is a long-standing goal in neuroscience and top priority for President Barack Obama. Electrical monitoring and stimulation of neural signaling is a mainstay technique for studying the function, while emerging optical techniques, which use photons instead of electrons. I talked about this, I think it was just last week. Photons are the positive electrical charges, if you will, or signals that are sent and that's in the self-assembly uh, genetically engineered hydrogels, which use photons so that you don't have to work, worry about spatial temporal si signal sending. We went over this last week. I know it's a little bit complicated, but this goes on to talk about also the technology demonstration draws upon three cutting edge research fields on how to connect the brain to the internet. Number one, graphene. Oh, shocker. Shocker, everybody, you need to use graphene and inject people with graphene to get their brain connected to the internet and send signals back to one another. This is on our government's website, on DARPA. Barack Obama started in 2013. 2016, Congress allocated $1.5 billion towards this. It goes on to also say that um, you need to use optogenics, which involves genetically modifying cells to create specific light reactive proteins. What does that mean? What are optics? It's using photons to send signals into your body to genetically modify them. Oh, and this also comes out on the same day this morning, I saw Japan now is releasing that, hey, you can use RNA and RNA can take on a life of its own and continue to mutate and make new genetic material. There is just absolutely no more questions anymore. I mean, this is, the only question now is who to hold accountable and how. That, I mean, the crime has been exposed. This isn't like some fantasy conspiracy theory. This isn't some wild and crazy guess or speculation. This is on no, our I, government's I, own website. I suggest people go to the DARPA website, Brain Initiative, and just read one of those research projects, and your jaw will drop. I mean, we've got Yuval Noah Harari, you know, this um, psychosociopathic advisor to Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum, saying how he's going to take humans and connect them to the Internet. And fine, you don't want to believe this guy because he does seem like a psycho. Go to Barack Obama's Brain Initiative and read that. Yeah. Read that, and you will see how dark. the Again, uh, people who took an oath to defend this country uh, to defend Americans in our Constitution against enemies, both foreign and domestic. The, the Constitution within the House. The Constitution and the country right now are on life support. Karen, I gotta go. Thank you so much for being here. This is Barack Obama's baby. Uh, this is murder. This is planned. This is a democide. This is a genocide. This is about ultimate manipulation and control. The graphene that we've been talking about. Oh no, no, no. That doesn't exist. But absolutely, then it did, and then they just don't care anymore because they're on to bigger and better things. This is just going to keep on coming. The mRNA 
uh, playing field has been opened wide up. So now it's time to investigate, other than Barack Obama, who was a puppet for the globalist deep state cabal, who was the man behind the curtain or the men behind the curtain? Who was funding all of this? Who is pushing all of this? Who is ultimately responsible for this, whether it's an individual or a group? And we will get to the bottom of it, come hell or high water. You've heard him before, Stu Peters. He's great. you got to definitely go see the Stu Peters show online. Dig him up. And uh, keep listening to the good stuff there. That's great by Stu Peters. So let's let's connect that. That clip right there connects the Schwab whole thing. And what are you going to do? What can you do? All right, that, that Stu Peters uh, clip right there, that connected the Klaus Schwab and his number one guy where they they know about it and it was already put into the bills for the cures act and it's planned everything's planned now i want to go one step further the question that i have for all of you fire out an email to answer this do you really believe that if they could take control of all the people of the world would they go to our website there and uh, go to the chat section tell me would they definitely take over the world would they take that kind of power and run with it Okay, we are going to tie it all together from 1994, and you're not going to believe it. They actually predicted this. They were off by a couple of years, but they predicted it. That was supposed to happen in 2017. It got pushed off to 2021 because of Agenda 21. And they actually give another prediction from 1994 that is coming. Now, we don't know when. Like I said, 2017, they predicted it. It came in in 2021. So this next, this next, and we'll talk about the prediction, but the next thing you're going to hear is a prediction of what's to come. And, and you know what? This is what I'm here for, is to pull things out, get it to you, connect the dots, let you use your critical thinking. You'll see how it all matches up. And, you know, for what, the people that take the time and just, if you don't like it, but you still listen to everything and write down, take notes, do your critical thinking, pull it all together and see the dots and connections. You will start to see the whole picture. That's what we've been doing here for Deep Dive for Truth Themes. So that's, I mean, I can't stress that enough. I cannot stress that enough that that's what we're here for is to get you all to see it for yourself and then decide. Red pill, blue pill, the matrix. Do you want to be living under the gun of technological terror and the fact that they can turn on a, a weaponized signal to do whatever they want to you and you have to do whatever they say and and they're above all that oh real quick a side note there's a company out there that is uh threatening to get rid of people for mandating the vaccine if they don't want it but not only are they doing that but they're putting devices under deaths of men and women that are not vaccinated. And these devices, I don't know if it's monitoring their computers, monitoring their sound, monitoring their body, but they've been found. I've got a picture of it, and it's been notified, and it's crazy the fact that people that don't want to get vaccinated are being uh, labeled, singled out. It reminds me of what happened to the Jewish people, where it started off with just a star uh, on their chest and then a sleeve, and then not even considered human, and then moved out. Horrible things to humanity. Our species should not be going through this. Our species should definitely be excelling as a species. There should be nobody out there trying to hold us down and hurt us from our the futures. The fact that somebody's doing that is just incredible that that they allowed this to happen. In 1994, 160 nations agreed to reduce the world population to, to 800 million by the year 2030. And here's that information. In 1994, the World Population Summit in Cairo, Egypt, had 160 nations participate. 
where they all agreed that the human population was out of control and must be stopped because the world is running out of resources. An agreement was formed that would mandate the reduction of humans from 6 billion to 800 billion by the year 2030. This meant finding a method or methods to wipe out nearly 95% of the population. Solutions were discovered, investigated, tested, then created, and have been in full force since. The procedures have been inflicted onto the human race are as follows. One, toxic levels of chemically enhanced fluoride have been secretly added to our drinking water over the last 20 years in every city and community on the planet. I personally oversaw the delivery of fluoride barrels to Denver, Chicago, Tampa, and Minneapolis water departments. The adverse effects of fluoride poisoning to the human body are numerous and debilitating. The effects to children is damage to their neurological development, among other serious ailments. Two, man-made viruses and diseases. The AIDS virus, which was designed a byproduct of the American Disease Institute, was distributed through vaccines to the public in 1980. Instituted as a preliminary population control tactic, the results were successful and led to more lab-produced viruses that have since been unleashed onto the public. Among those is the development of a mutated version of the common flu to replicate the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed 40 million people. The first strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people, we'll know this is true. 2021 coronavirus. Three, telling us from the air with neurotoxins, barium chloride, cancer microbes, and viruses by way of chemtrails. Released into the skies daily over all inhabited regions by military aircrafts. The effects of these toxins are severe and over time lethal, causing respiratory ailments, cancer, damage to the immune systems, and sterilization in men. Since the chemtrail plan was implemented, sperm count in men has dropped nearly 50%. If this isn't reversed soon, the human race will face early extinction. Now the grand finale. This is some scary shit. In March 1997, an event known as Phoenix Lights became the most infamous UFO sighting in history. A mile-wide vessel, clearly not man-made, flew slowly and silently over the state of Arizona and was witnessed by 10,000 people, including the governor of Arizona. To date, there has been no reasonable explanation. But for every witness interviewed, the craft was as real as anything they'd ever seen. Their lives were transformed, and I believe that we truly are not alone. However, there is another truth, for I know what they really saw. 1986, while stationed at an underground installation near Boulder, Colorado, I was introduced to Project Skybeam by Lieutenant General Andrew Garris. I was then led down a corridor and into a large hangar where a stealth bomber hovered only 20 feet above me. I stood there confused, and Garris looked over at me and smiled and asked if I was certain of what I was seeing. I replied, of course. What else could it be? 
I was then shocked to find out that this wasn't a real craft. It was a projected hologram. Since the early 1950s, scientists have been developing holographic technology. And over the years, improved it to a state that we can only imagine. So I stood there staring at the bomber, which looked so absolutely real and solid that I could reach up and touch it. I contemplated the possibilities. What if this projection was a thousand feet up in the sky? How would anyone know that that was an illusion? The Phoenix Lights craft, witnessed by 10,000 people, was the first grand-scale sky beam test upon the public. It succeeded beyond expectations. In October 1938, Orson Welles unleashed his War of the Worlds radio broadcast to the American public. It was so realistically portrayed, vast portions of the population went into panic. Terrified citizens scrambled to evacuate their city in droves. America had been easily tricked by very simple means. To amplify this response, those who are truly in power, not only our country, but all the countries on the planet, and who are the true purveyors of the depopulation process, have formulated the final stage of their sinister plan. In the year 2024, a global event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the given. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one-world government will immediately form without any resistance from the people. They will be the new world order. Once this happens, we as a people will be doomed to enslavement and accelerated depopulation. With that said, the only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, and conquer this imposing enemy. The time is now, as humanity is rapidly approaching. Again, do your own research. Uh, what is it, Operation Skybeam? Anybody out there that worked on that project, go to the website, message me. Talk to me about what it is and how it can be used and if it's coming because this guy obviously has connections. The scariest part is in 1994, the 160 nations agreed to reduce the world population to 800 million by 2030. Now let's think about this again. Agenda 21 was the project to reduce population the beginning to end on 2030 this is 1994 they were saying it back then by 2030 they want to be down to 800 million so that means 500 million 400 million 500 million is what the georgia guidestones want us to be at that's about five percent of what we are now in population 800 million is close to that then they will because you'll be stuck wearing chips or nanotech or whatever, and you will they will just slice off the extra 300 million, the ones that are following them and that believe that they're in a... Anyway, trying to have fun with this, but it's really dark and it's really evil what's coming up. There was a prediction for 2024. Alien holograms inside of them will be military weaponized flight crews that will attack cities and then everybody will just like oh my gosh we got to fight off the aliens and we got to come together and that's the big trick now this prediction for 2017 about the virus that was off by what four years so 2024 might happen might be off 
early by two years or might be add two or three years. So guess what? At least you've heard it here first. I just want you to know. I want you all to know and get the word out and spread the word. Hey, this is for the species. I really believe, seeing how I'm being heard in almost every country and throughout the whole country of the United States, that people care, people are interested, and they want to know. And once they find out and connect all the dots and really go back to the silent weapons and pinpoint what they're doing and how they're doing it and really go over that. I mean, you guys, I put that out there for a reason. It's a, it's a little tough to follow. It's a little dry. But you guys got to understand the process, the initiation, just like an electrical current. You send it downstream. You open a switch. It stops the current. You redirect it down another way. So they're using mathematics. They're using basically the action to the reaction, to the action. So they know, just like in chess, you know, hey, any chess players out there, you know that they're three, four, 10, 15 moves down the road. It's all been laid out. It's all been coming out. There's been enough whistleblowers, enough people willing to sacrifice and risk it. And you guys need to pay attention. I mean, the only way that, that you know, we can uprise and break the system, that's, you know, that's not going to happen. Everybody's, you know, not going to just all of a sudden, hey, I'm living comfortably. I'm pretty happy. And get out and just start doing stuff. That's just crazy. The best way to do it, hey, truth ambassadors, let me do it for you. Let me push the truth. Back me, fund me. Let this be a standing ground for us. You got my back. If the human species ends up climbing on board and and, uh, you're with the Deep Dive for Truth team, we will step up and push back and we will try to do something with it. I haven't made a dollar. I have, I have no sponsors. That's what you want. Talk about some things and some people that are doing some shows or whatnot. But, you know, what are they offering? Yeah, they're telling you the information. Boom. The scary part is, is they were going to clamp down on all that years ago, but they said, no, let's let these guys talk. And then they're monitoring, not just the guys that are talking, but the people that are listening and the responses. You know, you get somebody that had bad review. This is garbage, whatever. They're like, okay, those guys are blind to it. They're not seeing it. Oh, these guys are paying attention to it. Okay, well, let's look at them and let's see what happens. If you're vaccinated, great. Do what you want. It's a, you believe what you want. You do what you want. That's what freedom's all about. But if you are looking for hope or freedom or a way out of it, start digging up some research on how to clean yourself up, get all this stuff out of you before it's too late. Because once the 5Gs um, really roll into place and they take all the uh, unvaxxed and corner us and have all of you say, yeah, Gerald, you're on your own because you're unvaxxed until you don't, you say, hey, wait a second, I don't want my 10th vaccination because we're still getting this damn, these viruses, this is ridiculous, and dying from either that or if, let's say, you get really sick from your fourth or fifth vaccination, you know, that can happen. But the point is, is that when you decide to go against it, then, you know, they've already got you because the 5G can, you know, do things. You know the deal. You've been listening to me. This is a little longer. It ain't a radar blip. I had to get all this information out there. But like the last episode said, the good guys with the white hats, they're coming. They're here. The next episode, we'll talk more about that because that's, that's a good topic. There's a deep, dark secret. They don't want you to know. They want to just keep you comfortable, blind, and not even and busy. Again, going back to weapons for a quiet war. They're just keeping you and busy and working hard, head down, and oblivious until it comes out to where you can't do nothing about it. And then, like I said, 300 million of the 800 million people 
all you people in the upper echelons of, you know, you think you're going to be one of the ones that make it. Well, guess what? You better start paying attention and maybe even turn it on this because you need to save your species, save your kids and your future grandkids and their grandkids because you're really not part of their system. 500 million. Think about that. That's, hey, do the math. It's all about the math, right, guys? I, I just want you all to know that uh, deep down in my heart, you know, I really truly believe that as a species, we can make it. If you believe in God, family, country, then you're part of my family and you're part of my species. And I want us all to live in our lifelines to go on living and being successful without destruction or terror or control. Or So this is just the beginning. Of course, wars are going to happen. I'm trying not to talk about it because, you know, wars are political and whatnot. But what a quick way to get rid of some people. Uh, it's pretty sad. That's a whole nother, whole nother episode or topic that I, I don't want to get into. I'm just going to stay on the, on the edge, the cutting edge of fiction, nonfiction, <laughs> reality conspiracy theories when you're on that line you know and i tell you hey they're watching they're watching me trust me they're watching all of us be proud speak your voice let other people know uh they don't have to believe in what you believe but give them a ch- give them a chance to use their analytical thinking give them a chance to use their brains and listen and, and focus and maybe connect the dots and you know what here's the thing everybody doesn't like everybody when they listen to them i get it there's entertaining and you know, I could be like, yes, this is Big T coming from, you know, I could do all the kind of voice thing. Uh, yeah, you know, I could do even a little Elvis. Hey, baby. But the point is, is I'm being real and I'm just trying to get that word out there. And honestly, be real with yourself. Look your family in the eyes and know that you're doing the, whatever it takes to make sure that they're safe and that you're knowledgeable about it and that you just can't believe that blindly everything, question everything. Do your own research. That's what this is all about. Do your own research. All right. This is Big T for Truth with the Deep Dive for Truth team. Until the next one, I love y'all. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities we propose. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth, and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, 
but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening. This is Big T for Truth and the Deep Dive for Truth team. Do you want to know more? Peace.